not for you to just like curl up in a ball, which you can do for a minute if you want, because yeah, it's hard, but to get back up, to get back up and say, you know what? No, I believe in this. I'm going to shift. I'm going to recreate. I'm going to launch it again or launch something new. Like you've got to fail forward. You've got to be prepared for that. Hello, my name is Dr. Jessica Emery, and this is the Happy CEO Podcast. For me, being a happy CEO means finding alignment in all of the areas of your life that matter most, like love, health, career, finances, personal development, and of course, self-care. In 2020, I made a huge pivot in my career as a cosmetic dentist. I decided to hang up my white coat and go all in on my dream of helping others discover their own success path through inspiring conversations, tools, resources, and community. Are you ready to take control of your life and go all in on your dreams? If so, you are in the right place. Welcome to the Happy CEO. Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of Happy CEO. Excited to be here today to talk about different ways that you can scale your business. So I'm going to give you some tips today um, that are really important when you're thinking about your business. And there are so many, so many things, oh my goodness, to think about, but we're just going to kind of extract the ones that I feel like are the most important. So let's get into it. I have selected eight because if you've been following me at all, or if you're new here, eight is my favorite number. So let's get into it. The first thing that I would say um, that you really need to do when you are thinking about uh, building a business, scaling a business is coming up with your goals, like defining your goals. It's really important for you to define like what success means to you. And, you know, basically, are you ready to, to dive in and, you know, does success mean monetary success? Because are you willing to put in the time uh, for it? Now, if you connect to your why and your purpose and you follow your passion, I believe that money follows, but it also won't drive you into the ground when you're putting in crazy amount of uh, crazy amount of hours all the time, because you will be working a lot, a lot. And You've got to show up for it regardless. You've got to be ready for, you know, you you to launch a um, something creative that comes to you, a, a product or a service or something and have it fall flat and have you be okay. Not for you to just like curl up in a ball, which you can do for a minute if you want, because yeah, it's hard, but to get back up, to get back up and say, you know what? No, I believe in this. I'm going to shift. I'm going to recreate. I'm going to launch it again, or launch something new, like you've got to fail forward. You've got to be prepared for that. So it's good for you not to go in half, has haphazardly cannot speak today, but for you to know, like in advance, like, what is it that you, you know, want to create for business and like, to whom do you want to serve? Obviously, actually, we're going to get into that, but really like what your goals are, like what you want your business to look like. What is success? mean to you, like have a clear understanding of what you want to achieve, because this is going to help you stay focused. Like I said, through all the hard times, it's going to help you stay motivated. 
through the hard times because the the good times are fun and you feel lit up and they're amazing, but it is a freaking roller coaster ride. It is literally like surfing waves and just like being pummeled under when you fall under one and a wave takes you under. I don't know if that's ever happened to any of you, if you've ever surfed, but I dated a surfer for a while. He was a professional surfer and used to meet up with him in Costa Rica and he used to take me out on his board. And my gosh, like I got pummeled once where, you know, I kind of like fell off the board and got caught under. And I remember having the wave, like the big wave, I forget how many feet it was, but like literally like pushed me into the rocky sands underneath. And I was like, I'm done. (laughs) I'm done. But granted, like I said, it will happen, but you, so that happens. That's going to happen in business. It's going to happen in business. And you literally have to dust yourself off and get back on the board again, right? Like get back on that wave and, and sail to the shore. Um, you gotta be ready for all the things. So consider things like, you know, revenue, like we're saying money and profitability. And, um, you do have to think about this stuff, like customer client acquisition, like how you're going to get your people. And when you do get your people, like what you're, what the price points are going to be. And the thing that I never really looked at, because I've never looked at money in my business. I know that's not such a great thing to say, but it's true. It's not that I didn't have a pulse on it because my husband knows like what's coming in. So it's not like I'm not looking at it, but I don't like to look at it. I like to just create and create impact and serve and such. But I did not really realize that you have to take into consideration the you know, the fees that are involved, like credit card fees, PayPal fees, like there are all of these other fees, you know, and then add tax. It's just, it's craziness. Um, So you need to make sure everything's accounted for, you know, if you have a team, like what all of those expenses are too. So, uh, and we're going to get into talking about team here in a second next, actually. So let's just jump into that. The second tip I would say is to build a strong team when you can, right? Now in the beginning, you're going to be starting off on your own more than likely. And that's fine. And it's good. And it's great because you know, all of the things very important. Uh, but at some point you're going to become a little overwhelmed because you're going to have so many things from, you know, email, checking emails and taking care of the customer service piece with clients and then creating content, which is crazy. And if you want to be the visionary of your business and be in the clouds, like creating, which takes a lot of energy, you're going to have to have someone helping with the other tasks, watching, um, you know, what is coming in and, and your numbers and all of it. So it's so, so important to slowly build your team you know, bring one person on and maybe, maybe it's a VA and maybe they're a quarter time and then they grow to part-time and then become full-time. Um, whatever it is, like I said, eventually you're going to need a team. And so for me personally, because I was a business owner in brick and mortar businesses, I've always had big teams from the get-go because not big. And I, they're not big because I had small businesses and I love them that way. But I mean, I had team from me ever starting out in business. So I got very used to that and realized that I always need a team. So when I started an online space, you know, I, I, of course I had team members that came with me. So I never kind of started from scratch, if you will, because with a brick and mortar business, you can't do that. I was a dentist and I was in patient's mouth. So I had to have somebody at the front greeting my patients, but it is really important for you to potentially have someone to help you. Because if you have, depending on how many products, like you start to launch and things, 
depending on how many Facebook groups you might have. I mean, if you have one, awesome. But if you are a female entrepreneur in the online space, typically you will need multiple streams of income. Because if one doesn't work, if one falls flat, like in coaching, for example, you can't rely on just that one stream of income because you're going to hope that you impact that person enough that they're going to move on, you know, that they're going to feel complete, that you're going to have empowered them to fly, and then they're gone. You can't just get new people to be in your world for mentorship. They have to decide to work with you, which means you have to show up and build your brand consistently. I mean, it all takes a lot of time. So I always say to think of a way that you can bring recurring income in and think about different streams of income. So there's always like different ways that if one falls short, you have, you know, you have money coming in to support all, you know, everything that you need, including your team member. But what I have found is that it is an investment, not an expense, but an investment when you bring on a team member, when you bring on a team member, they're actually able to help you move so much faster and get things out faster that you really do make more money ultimately, like to support them and to support yourself. And like I said, you're supporting your clients. It's all good. It's all good. So you're going to need team members to help you achieve your goals, hands down, whether that's now or later, at some point you will need them. You definitely want to look for people that are as passionate as you are. They believe in your business. They believe in you because it's going to get crazy at times. I mean, my team will tell you, especially working together and, you know, like I'm a, a creative. So like, if I get a download, we're in go mode, we're in go mode. And that would like trigger or stress some people out. So you need to make sure you find your people that understand you, understand your brain and are ready to run with what you've got. You need to share your values and your vision. So make sure that you have a clear organized structure, um, you know, make sure that you have your job description dialed in so they know what they're coming into, what's expected of them. And then, you know, having performance uh, metrics, meaning like just making sure you're kind of circling up with them to have those conversations, to find out if they're stressed out, if they have everything they need, well, not stressed, if they're enjoying themselves, um, but opening up that line of communication in case they are stressed, that they tell you that you just want to make sure everyone's on the same page and everybody is happy. I encourage that because you want them to grow. You want to allow them to expand in your business because everybody in life, like if you're not growing, you're dying, right? So it's so important. Number three is going to be focus on your um, core competencies. So as you scale, like I said, you're going to want to do everything. You can't see me, but my hand is up. Okay. Because I always want to do everything. I've tried to do everything. Oh my gosh. I cannot tell you how many things I've created. So many things have failed and a lot has become successful. Like it's just, it's like kind of throwing spaghetti at the wall. <laughs> um, when the ideas come through you, like I said, it, it doesn't hurt to just step in and try and see if people connect with them. I mean, you just have to keep showing up to what those things are. So it's important for you to focus on what you want and what you do best and like staying true to you. Not like I couldn't create things that I didn't understand or weren't me just to speak to the public because I thought it would help them. Like it is all about helping them, but you got to do what you know best, what you're skilled at. And that will make it fun. And like I said, there's someone for everyone. So like, don't also look at other people and say, oh my gosh, well, everyone else is doing that. I couldn't, I can't do that. Like, that's not true. You have a uniqueness about you and you can absolutely um, do it. Like start it. 
So number four is going to be embrace technology. OMG, let me tell you about this. Okay, tech is a game changer, obviously, right? Like we all need the tech. You need a laptop, but really today, here's the good news. All you really need, you can be a digital nomad, is a phone and or a, um, well, you really do need a laptop too. But I work from my phone, just so you know. My team works from laptops, but I exclusively work from my phones. I have two phones and I love it. I don't know. I've trained myself to do that. So it's not often that I get on any of my other devices, which, well, right now I'm on a desktop. I've got multiple Mac desktops and laptops and like the brand new latest, greatest iPad, you know, with pen thinking I was going to use it, but got it white with keyboard and everything like haven't, but hashtag goals, but technology, there is so much that can, gosh, apps that can help you with your business. Like, I don't even know where I would start. I should just do a podcast on apps because there are so many that are so important and it's, it's so important. There's so much software out there that can help automate tasks and streamline your processes. Um, for example, so <laughs> this is why I'm like eye rolling too, because we exclusively have used Trello for years and I love Trello so much. And I'll always use Trello. I love Trello. Um, but as we personally, so put it back on me, like is scaling a business, like getting bigger, what happens as a creative, as you're building your business, and this is why I want you to think about it in the beginning, is we have everything that's really organized in Trello, but Trello is like more of a brain dump board where things stay really organized and they're, it's pretty and it's user-friendly and it's easy, et cetera. But we have to, we're currently moving and it's very difficult for me to grasp. We are moving into a sauna and it's only because I am fighting learning something new, which I don't know if you do it too, but like, I just will fight all day when it comes to tech and maybe it's my age, but I'm like, oh my God, I just do not want to learn this new thing. And I don't understand it. But I know I have to, because, um, Asana is great for tasking, you know, to different team members, like creating workflow. And my brain doesn't think in workflow. My brain thinks in color and rainbows and other things. So like, I need to have a team member that understands how to be a strategic, is a strategic thinker and knows how to work strategically, aka assigning tasks, making sure that, especially in an online business, you're going to have lots of things. If you're going to have a product, you're going to need to have an email sequence. You're going to have to have it be in a connected to Stripe or whatever you use. Um, Maybe it's going to be connected via Zapier so that you know when that payment's been made. You know, it's going to have to trip the email. Are you going to have trip wires like built in like upsells, downsells? Like there is so much, you guys, you have to decide on that platform. And in the beginning, I had several platforms that didn't even really connect. And then finally, I found a platform that I could build everything in and it was perfect. But even since then, I've created different products uh, within that. So there is just a lot, but technology is brilliant in that it enables us to do that. So like in my current software, I can create a sales page. Actually, this is what I was doing, creating a sales page, creating a product, say a course, the sales page, the email sequence when people um, purchased, and then you have to connect it to a Facebook group, et cetera, which I was saying before, the reason to have a, a team member as well is to do Facebook nurture. So people that are in a Facebook group to like love on your people, because it's a lot to do yourself. So when everything's in one platform, it's incredible. But like I said, in the beginning, I had to connect. I had like an email um, 
I was using, I think, Teachable, like for my courses. And then I was using ConvertKit for my sales pages. And then I was using, I don't know, it wasn't MailChimp. Um, I forget what it was for email, but like three different <laughs> platforms. It was epic. It was epic. So it was just so great to bring it together. And I'm so grateful for technology. Um, but we use other things, obviously, like G Drive and Dropbox. I mean, what would I do without Dropbox? Oh my gosh. Um, I don't know. Honestly, I mean, it's brilliant and it's so great. And there's so much in technology that you can do if you're going to do YouTube and videos. I mean, for our podcast, like, right, we use technology for that, um, for this podcast and my other podcasts since I have two and really for everything. So uh, technology is, is, is where it's at. I think I'm going to do a different episode on that, actually, because there's just so much. <laughs> And probably bring it really into the business club. I mean, maybe I even can break down the business club, like how I'm working with each uh, each platform. Something to think about as I think out loud. The club is not currently open, but will be soon. So stay tuned. Or when you're listening, maybe it will be open. Not sure. Okay. Number five is going to be uh, seeking out mentors and or you know advisors in your life, finding people that can help you scale. I will always say, if you are offered a seat on the rocket ship, don't ask which seat, just get on. If you find somebody that you just absolutely look at and you're like, I want to be where they are, like they know the things that I want to know, pay them, like invest in them to get to where you want to go. Ask them the questions. This is mentorship. Mentorship is for the self-led woman, the woman that shows up and knows what she wants to ask and literally just squeezes the juice out of their mentor. Like that is what it's for. Coaching, a little bit different because you need to be coached. Uh, but I prefer like, you know, the doers and the dreamers that already know like, all right, this is my why. I freaking love this. I'm so passionate about it. I want to go from here to here. And then like, I am the rocket ship. I love to move fast. I lo- I know what to do. Like I know how to build and we move, we move. I, that's just my personality. So I'm not for everybody. Like I want to see you be successful faster. I want you to get there. And I just, but I want us to dot our I's and cross our T's and, but make it as easy as possible for you and streamlined so that, like I said, you're, you're, you've launched. I mean, this is why it's important for a mentor, because if you don't have a mentor, then you're looking, you know, learning it yourself on YouTube and stuff, which you can totally do. It's just going to take you a heck of a lot longer, like a lot longer, like years longer. And that's okay especially if you want to take the time, it's totally fine. But if you are going to seek out a mentor, um, obviously it's got to be someone that has experience and scaling the business that you want to do preferably like would be ideal. And you're going to learn from their success and their failures, which is again, huge. So you can also um, join you know, master classes, uh, master courses, organizations, attend workshops, um, summits, ex- events, etc. Network even online with other entrepreneurs. Become a podcast um, guest. You know, uh, do Instagram lives. Like so many things that you can do for your business to get your business out in front of others. It's huge. So, okay. Number six is to build a strong brand. So as your business grows, it's going to be so important for you to have a strong brand that is setting you apart. And you absolutely want it to differentiate your business from others that are, you know, in your market and out there because you want to attract and retain, you know, clients and they will be attracted to you if you show up as you. 
So your brand should reflect your values and mission, um, your personality, really. I keep saying, you know, you, 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 the human, it's so important. And like I said, this will resonate with some, like you're not for everybody and you need to keep that in mind. So just show up and do you and don't care because your right people will come in. So define your brand, your identity, like who you are and like your purpose, premise, mission, vision, uh, you know, your personality. And then like, because you are a marketer, you, 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 you. And then the visual elements are going to come in as well. Like the logo and the color scheme, like that's all going to be important, but not as important as you showing up as you, because people are buying you really at the end of the day. So invest in branding. Well, what you have to offer rather your core essence, not you, but your core essence. So invest in branding um, you know, to get it what you want. I will always invest in branding, always have, I have a vision. I go to the right person and pay money to execute that. So I invest in people. I just literally did another three websites, my Dr. Jessica Emery brand, my happy CEO, hello, happy CEO website and my digital story website. So I did three websites because I've got three brands and I did them all so that there'd be brand recognition across all platforms. Even though I had websites prior to, they were only a year old. So I'll always invest in that because that is where people land. That is how people uh, make, you know, just decide how they feel and then make their buying decisions. So make that easy for them. Create a consistent brand presence, um, like an experience for them. Across all touch points, I always say this from the outside, the social media they're going to land on, then they go to your website. Does that feel the same? If you have packaging in your business, it should have, you know, the colors. Um, oh gosh, in my businesses that were brick and mortar, uh, you know, white hot was a white, a black and white aesthetic. The bags were black. I had stickers that were black and white and tissue paper, et cetera. Same thing for sugar fix. Uh, it was pink and white stripe. I had black bags for the guys, but the sticker was the pink and white, the tissue paper, was either black, pink, or white, you know, um, always making sure that the packaging was on point. And then of course the customer service is really what creates a brand, a loyal brand, uh, because people remember how they were treated, how they felt. It's really in the little things and it's amazing. I'm actually going to be doing for the dental uh, dental spray, my business, I'm going to be doing a, um, really diving into customer service this month because it is so critical. It's critical here too. We'll probably come back to visit it here because again, like the online space, just all humans taking care of humans, it's all there, but in online space, it would be more in emails, et cetera, where brick and mortar, you know, you've got a person to person. Um, and so that's what makes it makes it different. Obviously someone in person, you really, really feel it in getting back to somebody. Uh, so, okay. Number seven is going to be to prioritize the customer service. My favorite thing in the world, because this is where you build a loyal client and you generate repeat business and referrals. It's huge. So as you get bigger, like I said, it's so easy to, to lose sight into, um, yeah. Oh gosh. I, I have an example of this. I hired um, an online business management team to help with the strategy and the foundational element because I have so many things going on and I don't like that part of the business, right? I don't care for it. And I hired somebody to do my email as well because I have multiple emails and I had had someone else in my emails that has been with me for a really long time that knows my voice, knows me and all the things. So she would have known what to write. But in this circumstance, 
the email was handled by a, a like a VA I hired that was hired through the OBM team that I hired. Um, and everybody is great. It's just that they don't know me and they don't know how I handle like clients and customer service kind of things. So the email that went out to a long-term client of ours did not sound like me and was responded to um, with disappointment because it sounded like kind of so cold. Like I was able to jump in and fix it. And thank goodness, like that's a one-off, but this will happen in your business and you have to be so careful of it. And you really have to train people that come on and let them know like how you do things. Uh, for me, like I said, it, I am very open and, and touchy feely. Empathy is like my number one. You know, I want people to feel my heart through emails and such. Like that's very important to me. I'm not, not uh, uh, the word like more strategic, cold email marketing kind of thing. Like I want it to feel like our brand. That's our brand, and it is part of your branding, really. How they feel, right, with the emails they get. So, um, prioritize your people really don't lose sight of them prioritize them this is what it what it takes to become successful so make sure you listen to their feedback like i got that feedback yesterday and that was after i had already you know kind of just like apologized and like popped in she said oh my gosh things happen i was like taken aback cuz it just didn't sound like you and i'm like yeah there you go so uh you just have to be open and communicate and yes there might be mistakes or things might happen but you just have to be open and let them know like you're aware of it you know you recognize it you apologize and like keep moving like people just want to be seen and heard so this will really really help your business um make sure that they feel super valued and appreciate it and just go above and beyond to exceed what their expectations are. And then you will have happy people. They will become your best advocates and then you will attract new um, people into your world. So lastly, number eight is stay the course. Um, stay the course and be flexible. As you scale, you're going to encounter new challenges along the way. Uh, lots of challenges, like we said in the beginning, but also opportunities, proximity and power. New doors are going to open for you everywhere. So be in just just be in that high vibe place. Like if you can, like stay in alignment with your company, believe that all the things are going to come your way and happen. And I promise you they will. They really will. So it's important because you have to adapt your strategies and pivot. And there's going to be tons of pivots. I can't tell you how many times I've pivoted. Oh my gosh. I cannot even tell you. So you're going to adjust as needed. Like I said, when something kind of falls flat or fails, you're going to readjust and you're going to pivot. You come up with new ideas to either to relaunch that product or, you know, or come up with something new. Just don't be afraid to take calculated risks and try new things. Just fear aside from everything. If you have decided to be an entrepreneur, it is not for the weak. I'm telling you right now, you have to decide you're going to show up because so often businesses fail because people start and it gets hard and then they bail out. No, when you connect with your why and you're completely in alignment, it will literally keep you going no matter what. Rain, snow, wind, sleet, whatever. Like you will keep, you will stay the course. You will keep showing up. You will course correct. You will pivot. I have done this. I am still doing it. 
I will forevermore, right? This is the beauty of business though. You get to work for yourself. You get to come up with your own ideas. You get to be creative and dream up new things. And your the people, like your people will come into your world and they will be there and you will grow with time. And you just have to be patient because seeds that you plant don't grow overnight. They grow with water and nurture soil, like, you know, just sunshine, all the things. And so you have to show up and you've got to nurture yourself, your business, um, and just with love and gratitude and just continue forward. But belief, belief, belief. And when fear or ego gets in your way, you say, step aside, please. Like, you know, I'm driving and you go. So I'm wishing you a happy road and journey to just lots and lots and lots of success as you scale your business. Um, it's a super exciting joy ride. It really, really is. And um, I'm here for all of it, having built several brick and mortar and several online businesses and still going with so many more dreams ahead of, of gosh, just teaching the things and building more things. I just, I love it. I love it so much. And I'm so grateful. I love my team so much. Like I said, the humans in my world and my clients, it's just so freaking fun, you guys. So if it is your dream, step in and start that business. All right. Until next time, I'll see you on the next episode. Want more conversations like this? Join us in the Happy CEO Club. You will find all the resources you need to be the CEO of your life and find your inner happy. Surround yourself with people who want you to win in your business and in your life. Get more info at thehappyceo.com. It's go time. This is your life and you only get one. It's your time to shine.